You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Fresh Take and the 7K Pick Podcast. Joshua Adam Martha, and here with the man, the legend. He has been running 7K this year. It's the Senator. <laughs> oh man, it's been a it's been a grind this season, but you know, we started something. We're trying to make sure we get give the content to the listeners every week, right? Man, it's on a side note, I would say, you know, you get to the playoffs is what you've been anticipating for the NFL season. And for you, me and coach, you know, busy life for you guys, unfortunate tragedy in my life right now, things are just, things started piling up for the playoffs. Shout out to Senator again for doing another solo pod last week and holding us down with that. It's been busy time. And so I know the schedule isn't as uh, apropos as it used to be. Super Bowl comes up. We'll, we'll try to get things, uh, some fun Super Bowl things for you guys. But the bottom line is, have a show for you this week getting ready for these conference championship games let's get it let's do it all right so let's start off though we we did this intentionally though to be late because uh we knew the coaches were going to be hired that's exactly what i'm telling myself uh let's start with the 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 first one that could lead to news that we kind of had from tuesday which is the jets have added nathaniel hackett as their offensive coordinator and that's all fine and good nathaniel hackett Hasn't really had much success as an offensive coordinator, though, Senator, except no. when he's had one man that had been linked to that team the last 72 hours. Yeah, it's kind of what we were kind of thinking from beforehand. It was like if he was to leave the Packers, where would he go, right? And it was yeah. kind of – there was always a short list of people, a short list of teams that we said that he would go to. Yeah. So now the question I have for everybody and for you, too, on this pod is – are they going to hire a time management person to also assist there? Because they both aren't good with time management. So is that the next hire? You would think that would be the next hire. I mean, again, you look at his track record as an offensive coordinator, it's not great. And like you mentioned, the time issues. I mean, I guess Robert Sala would still be in charge of the time there. He's still he was, not good with time he's management not, he's either. Not so. great, he's better than him. So that's an, I mean, I, I give I don't really know what the grade um that Nathaniel Hackett higher. I mean, because I need to know what Russell Wilson's gonna be like next season, right? In the games we saw the Russ play without Hackett, it gave Bronco fans some hope near the mm-hmm. end of the season. I think that's fair to say. And we still don't know who the, the coach is gonna be for the Broncos as we're recording this. Uh, we do know it's not going to be Dan Quinn because he's staying with the Cowboys. Yeah, he's he's locked into the Cowboys franchise. I think that um, after their loss last week, you kind of – I think if you look at what Jerry Jones was saying, it's kind of – Mike McCarthy has one more year. Mm-hmm. It's one more year than this Dan Quinn's team. Like that's unless, exactly. Sean, unless Sean doesn't go to a team this year. Yeah. But I would agree with you. It's still probably Dan Quinn's team, but Sean Payton could very well be like, I'm going to wait one more season. Like, I feel like Dan Quinn is in that Tony Romo boat when it comes to mm-hmm. Jerry Jones. Whereas, yeah. like, 
I'm not I'm gonna do whatever it takes to hold on to you. And mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy, he did what he kind of needed to do. This season was a horrible, like a bad season Dak wise. When you look at when you look at uh the numbers, but he keeps getting like one like a lucky break every now and then that helps him keep his job. I think he gets one more lucky break, which is this one, and it's Quinn's job after that. Since we're on the Cowboys, we'll get to the other hire in a second here. Since we're on the Cowboys right now, what are you doing this offseason? I know that they'll probably say goodbye to Zeke mm-hmm. and eat that money and let Zeke go and re-sign Pollard because I believe Pollard's a free agent. Pollard yeah. will be staying. Um, my, I guess the bigger question is, what are you trying to do to improve? I think you probably want to get one more decent receiver. Uh, but then the Cooper Rush decision is going to be the interesting one. What do you do with Cooper Rush? Do you pay him a decent amount of money to be your backup, or do you let him walk and see if you can draft someone? Maybe you go and draft an Anthony Richardson in the second round, for example. To me, to be honest, I let Cooper Rush walk. I think that's the um, right call. I think you draft a quarterback. I think you let Zeke go, and you definitely have to recite Pollard. Pollard was their running back for for that team. Um, and if I'm looking at it, there's a good chance if Cooper Rush walks that he could go to that next place where that coach just got hired for. Mm. You think he goes to Carolina? He could go to Carolina. Yep. And I mean, we have all the Carson Wentz jokes for Frank White going mm-hmm. to Carolina. I, in the Carolina situation that you bring that up, it reminds me a lot of the Vegas situation. Uh, only difference is Carolina didn't make the playoffs, but when um, Pasaccia came in and rallied this team and they played really well under him and a lot of the guys really liked him, I thought it was kind of the similar situation with this Panthers team. And, you know, you've seen today a few Panther players are upset that they really got behind this guy. Mm-hmm. And now they bring in a guy like Frank Reich, who mediocre success, I think, is being nice. So far, I mean, he made the playoffs just a year ago. Carolina has a decent fan base uh, uh, foundation there. Good fan base, too, obviously. But And then the quarterback question is going to be there. Cooper Rush is a name I haven't thought of. Obviously, you know, people are wondering, will they trade for Carson Wentz now that it looks like Sam Howell will be the guy there next year? And then the guy that you and I have been circling there for a while, Derek Carr. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting situation. Um, or they could I, draft a guy because they have a decent pick. I don't understand why they got rid of um, Steve. Like he, he did what he needed to do. And I think that he, not only did he have the team support, he, he show improved when CMC got traded. Robbie Anderson got traded. He didn't know whose quarterback was going to be. Like, they started balling under him so like it's also one of those things where it's like it doesn't matter if you're an interim black coach or a full-term black coach it's very hard to keep a job as a black coach so fortunately so um, am i super surprised that they hired somebody else no do i agree with them hiring somebody else absolutely not yeah, I was a little bit uh, upset with that because I thought, like you said, I thought Steven did a, a good job with that team down the stretch and they have a good foundation. 
why not bring it in with him instead of getting a guy like Frank Reich there who had a terrible season with this year. And, you know, you can say the Colts are terrible, but there is a foundation for that Colts team that was a year removed from the playoffs. Didn't lose any major pieces. The team that added a guy like Yannick Ngagwe, they added Stephen Gilmore to the defense. They added a decent defensive coordinator in Gus Bradley to that team. And they added a solid veteran quarterback in Matt Ryan. This is the team that beat the Chiefs this year, but it just, the coaching was all over the place. And then when they brought in Saturday, it was very clear that Ursay said, fuck it, I want to tank. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. And the thing is, I wouldn't be surprised if Saturday keeps his job. That is that is just the way. I mean, the longer things go on, the more it makes you think. He had his second interview, I think it was today. So it's mm-hmm. not. Even... They, they also interviewed Rich Passaccia, which would be rumors then if that if he went there over the car stuff would obviously start yeah. for Indy then. Yeah, it's just it's just a it's just a weird time. It's right now it's just playing musical chairs with every everything um, with all those reports of where quarterbacks might be going quarterbacks that aren't staying with their team. Like it's just this off season is going to be very interesting and we are definitely going to be recording while some of these major news come out. And I, I mean, you talked about, you know, another unfortunate of the black coach, not getting a chance like Eric Benemy. What, what has this guy done? What has Eric Benemy done to the league to not have like people like talking to Eric Benemy over and over again? Like I thought two seasons ago, he'd have a job. How we are this far along, and I barely heard anything about Eric Benemy getting any interviews is wild. Yeah. Um, honestly, I could see the only way him getting a head coach is if Andy Reid does. Andy Reid yeah. says, I'm out and I want him to be the coach. Like that is, yeah. that's like the only, only way at this point right now. But yeah. Looking at these coaching situations, we already know exactly how it, it plays out, and we already know the the drama behind these stuff. So it, yeah. we can't even be scratching our heads about these stuff anymore. And the last big coaching situation was Bill O'Brien is now the OC for the Pats. Their defensive coordinator no longer is their offensive coordinator. What a concept. So, and, I, you know, it has a lot of Patriots fans and others wondering, you know, Bill Belichick is not getting any younger. If that potentially is a situation now uh, that O'Brien could be the future coach of the Pats, if that was like a wink and a nod agreement that maybe Belichick breaks the record. And after he breaks the record, he stands down and then O'Brien takes the spot. I could see that. What more does Belichick have to really prove to tell you the truth? Yeah. The only thing he needs is the record and that's it. Yeah. I, I, you know, there's been a lot of speculation about them as a quarterback team and I guess we can't fully rule it out now, but, you know, Mac had a really good rookie season, mm-hmm. uh, but he didn't have a good coordinator this past year. So I would assume that Mac's position is decently safe. I would guess the only way that I could maybe see something happening is maybe they want to bring Jimmy G back there, but that's, I think, the only biggest threat to their For the most part, I see Mac being the starting quarterback next year. Yeah, I think if you bring in somebody – if you bring in somebody, you have to get rid of Mac. Yeah. Um, so that's where their decision is going to have to be. It's Is there a player? Do they think that Bill O'Brien can bring Mac back to where he was in his rookie year? Or do they feel like he needs somebody that's more established to be better and to be better coached by him? And then they get rid of Mac. So these are where the decisions come in. 
So we will find out there. I mean, their conference, the quarterback shuffle there is going to be really, really interesting, um, you know, because Patriots question mark there. And then the Dolphins uh, and the Jets both have those quarterback questions, right? Like we just talked about the Jets Mm -hmm. are circling around Rodgers. There's obviously the Derek Carr rumors there. And then the Dolphins stuff, uh, and this is the last offseason stuff, and then we'll get to the playoffs, is apparently Tom Brady has been looking at schools in Miami for his kids. So take that for what you want to take it for. Mm-hmm. The, he he did what he needed to do in Tampa Bay, did three years. And maybe they he thinks that the rumor the rumors from way before were gonna die down, and so he could quietly go in there. But there's a good chance you could see Brady in either Vegas or Miami. So if that's the case, too, I would love for Tua to take a year off. And maybe that's the Dolphins' plan is we bring Brady in for one year. We know we have the tools to be a Super Bowl team. We still love you, Tua, but you're taking a year off to get better. You're taking a year off for PR. Yeah. We can't too. afford we can't afford one more video of you being concussed on the field, or yeah. else we're not gonna hear the end of it. Yeah, I believe they're still doing with the Flores. And that's my last thing just in the coaching right. Like, how has no one really talked to Flores? This guy's a really good coach. So Atlanta brought him in for uh I know for a defensive coordinator interview. And I honestly I'm right now I'm just waiting to see who we who we choose, but I I do like the names that they've been interviewing. So whoever they do choose, I'm not gonna be upset with. And you guys had some sneaky Lamar stuff going around this week. We were when it was announced, we were the second team with the best odds to get Lamar if Lamar was to leave. I think at this point we jumped up to first. So like that's wild. It is. Coach better not crap out on that pod. If that happens, he needs to be on that pod. (laughs) If it happens, he might become a Falcons fan at that point. So we'll we'll see. We might have a conversion of a team on on the pod. All right, so let's get to uh, these matchups. Uh, first of all, we'll talk about the eliminated teams, so we don't have to talk about Dallas for the NFC team because we talked mm-hmm. about them. Uh, Cincinnati and KC, so let's quickly talk about the Jags and the Bills. Jags, not a lot to say about. They overachieved this year. Trevor Lawrence showed he could be a guy. Christian Kirk was worth his contract. Doug Peterson showed that he is a good coach, and it was a good hire by them, and uh, they're going to get Calvin Ridley next year. So that's going to be a really scary team come next year in offense with Ridley, with uh, with adding Ridley, having Kirk, having Zay Jones, Evan Ingram found his way. It's going to be a pretty nice offense next year with Travis Etienne there as well. So for the Jags, I just think it's it's all gravy. They push the push KC to the end there, and they'll come back next year looking to win the division. Even if you look at if you look at the game, there were so many potential touchdowns that they dropped. I know. I know. But if remember what I said, like maybe four weeks before this, before the playoff starts, I started, I said, Jags just need to get in. And that confidence level for Trevor Lawrence, the next season is going to be through the roof. So now not only does he have full trust in Doug Peterson, because they ended up turning around their season and making it to the playoffs. They won a playoff game. They were in it with the number one seed in that conference. Like they are, they're going in there with a new level of confidence that they didn't have at the start of this season or before when Trevor Lawrence was drafted. So they're going to be a sneaky team to watch next season. And the addition of Calvin Ridley is, I think it's a win-win for both teams. Like they needed a wide receiver one. 
mm-hmm. and Atlanta didn't want to bring him back. So Atlanta got a pick for him, like you called, week one of this show, and they get to have a guy. Like, now, look, Ridley still has to be reinstated, but I think mm-hmm. we all assume by them doing it that Ridley will be instated. So putting Christian Kirk to the uh, wide receiver two and having Ridley to one, huge. And I love the way that Alvin Ingram played at the end. Uh, have Zay Jones at thir- three? That's a like nice wide receiver. Wide it's receiver pretty nice for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're going to be, when we come to the, uh, after the draft and people start talking about Super Bowl favorites, Jags are going to be that team on those pods when we get into the days of May and June and people are just trying to find content. Mm-hmm. At least a few times in NFL Network ESPN is like, hey, you know, Sleeper is the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the Jaguars. That's a fact. Yep. You might see the Chargers die down, and you hear more talks about the Jags at that point. So and then I can be... get the question that I didn't get to bring out here last week is I want it to take players to win because I want to know do they accept the WWE title? <laughs> they better. <laughs> the only one time Tony wins yeah. one. Uh, and then Buffalo, yeesh. Uh, I mean, look. Before we get to the offensive side and the questions there, uh, look, they had no – their secondary got murdered by injuries. Von Miller got murdered by injuries. So defensively, this team just got destroyed by injuries. Uh, and even DeMar Harm- Hamlin, I'm glad he's good now. But that guy was a third-string uh, cornerback back there, and you can see how much even they missed his productivity by not having him on the field. So defense will get healthy. I think still maybe a few things to add there. But for the Bills – Number one objective this offseason is all respect to Devin Singletary. You need to get a Kareem Hunt or a Rashad Penny or hope that Josh Jacobs or Barkley are somehow available for one of their teams. You need to get a running back and you need another receiver, I think. You need another Brian Dable. That too. That too. That was that. If you look at the difference between this season and last season, it wasn't the players, it was the coaching. The mm-hmm. coaching was different. They need another offensive coordinator that can that can motivate and really draw up better plays for. Can I interest them in Josh McDaniels? Honestly, that would not be bad. I don't I think, think he. Yeah, I don't think him as a head coach is a... Bills, you can have Josh McDaniels and give us back Rich Passaccia. That might actually work, to tell you the truth. Especially in that conference, playing... And then I think the car stuff, we would just keep car and then draft a, draft whatever. Draft somebody else, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, that to me, that's the biggest thing. They need an yeah. offensive co- coordinator that understands... Because if you look at what Brian Dayball did to the Any Giants... Times? Yeah. Like... Okay, that's what they need. That's mm-hmm. everything else is whatever. Yeah, uh, because Allen looked rough. He looked bad in the, the later half of the season. He looked bad. I, I do think they're going to get that running back. I, I would pick Kareem Hunt. I think Kareem Hunt will be a bill. Kareem Hunt over Sean Penny because I, I do think of those big name free agents, Barkley and Jacobs. I'd assume go back to their teams because they're going to get tagged and they're going to get paid. Yeah. Um, you know at the very they, minimum, they're going to get tagged. I'm not going to lie to you. Even though I like him on the Falcons, if they traded for a guy like Huntley, mm. who right now we have four four running backs, we have Patterson, yeah. we have Aguilar. Yeah, you're Aguilar. We're not. We're, that's our that's our franchise. We yeah. have Huntley and we have 
uh, Williams, who does our punt mm-hmm. returns, but he's also a running back. If if they can get a if they can give us like a two fourth round picks, I think a trade for Huntley would help them because Huntley is just a straight down downfield uh, running back, and that's the yeah. same type of thing that Josh Allen does. So now it kind of gives you like that that confusion of who's really going to be the person going downhill. Like like you can spy Allen and then you have Huntley just going downfield. Right. And he's young. So you can still keep him on his rookie contract and get one or two more players. So I don't want them to trade for him, but that is a, that is an option. And I think another wide out is something they have to look at as good as Gabe and uh, McKenzie are, I think they're missing, with a lot of these teams, you see they have like the the second option. Like you're going against the Bengals, who have three options, right? Mm-hmm. And Gabe Davis or McKenzie aren't even at the level of a Tyler Boyd, let alone a Higgins or Demar Chase, right? And I, I think they're just missing that. Even if you look at, you know what uh, the KC's bringing out right now, right? Like their second is not better than Juju. No, right? but so. I. I don't even know if they need another wideout. I think they need another, a solid tight end. Like Knox. Yeah, mo- Dawson's Knox, okay. Yeah, he more moves like a wide receiver. Yeah, but like they need somebody. They need somebody that just will go into the real open spots. Like, well, mid-field. I mean, apparently Waller's on the market. So, a guy like that over there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think they need a tight end because Knox doesn't block. Sometimes you need like that extra protection for Josh Allen so he doesn't feel like he's being rushed. So yeah. We'll the see. Bills feel like I'm never gonna say yet that their window is closing. No. But it it got complicated because of where KC will be, because of where the Bengals are, because of, I think what we're about to see from the Jaguars, because the Chargers will be healthier, you would hope, next season, but they'll probably charge it up some way. But there's these other younger teams that are coming up where they had this – this was their window right now to be favorites. They will not be favorites going into next year unless they do something crazy this offseason that I can't foresee. But they're now dropping in the pecking order of the AFC to like third, fourth for -hmm. the foreseeable future right now because I do think that the Jaguars are going to jump ahead of them a little bit just because of – what we saw, and there's going to be questions this offseason about Josh Allen, and I think you hit it too with the Dable side of things, how much that affected them. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking at it, you're looking at the window, just remember what what uh, Joey Burrow said. Mm-hmm. He said, my window is as long as I'm playing. And, yep. and he's not lying. And more weapons are going to want to go to Cincy. More weapons are going to go to Jags like, because of this. So let's get to, let's get to this. Yeah, let's get to the actual games. Uh, we go to Burrowhead, as it's apparently been named, which bad mistake there, I think. Uh, yeah. Cincinnati travels to KC. We will have no game in Atlanta. Uh, the line right now is one and a half, and I think that's only because we do not know what's going on with Mahomes and his ankle. I'm believing he's going to play. It's just how healthy he's going to be in this one. Um, I am going with Cincinnati because I am worried about the health of uh, Mahomes. He like to talk about in that Jags game. There's a few openings there, so I will go with Cincinnati to beat Kansas City. Give me Cincy in this game. Yeah. Um, I think what makes Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes is his scrambles. 
and throwing out of the scrambles. And a high ankle sprain, that is not something that you want to be doing, especially in the cold, a week after. Like, he's going to be... There's they're gonna shoot up that shoot up that leg to make try to make him not feel anything. Mm-hmm. But I just think that if we look at how Joe Burrow and the Bengals just dominated the Bills from the start of the game to the ending of the game, like it's not about the weapons, whatever. Burrow is just like a perfect quarterback at this point. So I mean, you talk about a team with a tight end, their tight end's okay. Um, but if they get like a, a prime tight end too, it's over. Oh yeah, it's a wrap. If they get a if they get a Waller to go with that that team too, that's yeah. a that's a whole other thing. But yeah, no, give me the Bengals on this one. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Uh, then we go to Sunday. Uh, we already talked about Dallas. I don't got a lot to say in the Giants for the most no. part. I just think, hey, over another team that overachieved, and I mean the main thing for them is get a little more healthy. They got a little bit beat up down the stretch. The ball's coach of the year. Danny Dimes is going to get paid. Barkley will be back. And he's talking about a team that just needs to find a receiver. Maybe uh, I'm almost starting to think that Beckham will come back to New York, but they just need to find another tight, decent or tight end, good receiver. But Danny worked with a lot of nothing this year, so they can only go up for whatever they get. They are in uh, from a rebrand, from a rebuild season to make in the playoffs. You can't really expect much more than that. No. And like you said, Dayball's coach of the year. The game got ugly, but they weren't even really supposed to be at that point to be in that game no. in the first place. So, no. so um, yeah, no, congrats to Dayball to me for turning around the Giants and making the Giants a team worth watching. And, yeah, let's get to the game. Eagles uh, host the San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy is one game away from going to a Super Bowl. Eagles are trying to show everyone that they're not a fluke. To me, we are getting a rematch. I have Super Bowl 1994. Uh, it'll be Niners and Bengals. It's just hard to bet against the Niners right now from what we've seen about this team. They just, they're the most balanced team on both sides of the ball. Uh, this Eagles team definitely surprised me with how much they pounded this Giants team and they showed how good they were all year. I think they just come a little bit short here. That Lane Johnson injury still concerns me on the line. And same with Jalen Hurts. I don't think they got as much pressure defensively as they're going to get against this Niners team. So, like I said, rematch of Super Bowl 94, I have the Niners winning. If I have the Niners winning. And the reason why I have the Niners winning and the Eagles, you are going to hate the Cowboys for this, is because the Cowboys were able to put pressure on to Brock Purdy and Brock and make Brock Purdy have to really readjust in the game. And if he didn't have to, he never really had to deal with that. The whole starts that he had before that. So now that he's had to face a team with great defense like that, when they go up against Philly, you've already gone through that adversity before. And now you're just going up against pretty much like a copycat type of, defense and now you get a chance to learn from what you didn't do that week before and improve on it this week so that's the reason why i'm going to go with the 49ers on this one so you have the same super bowl idea right now yeah i had 49ers since when the playoffs when the playoffs started just because the niners just looked unstoppable these look like the two best teams right now 
Yeah. They're, they're the two teams that are going on the on the all cylinders right now. And for Cincy, that break, if they do make the Super Bowl, is going to be huge for them to help that O-line get healthy because they're going to need it if they face San Francisco. They are definitely going to need that O-line if they face the 40. If, any team out there, whether it's Philly or Niners, they yeah. need a healthy O-line. I think that might be the. Uh, I just don't want to see a Niners and Chiefs Super Bowl again. Niners and and Cincy would be a fun Super Bowl. I think anyone for Cincy will be fun. I think whatever the matchup is, as much as I don't like Kansas City yeah. as a Raider fan, whatever the Super Bowl is here is going to be good for Kansas City if they're able to pull this out. Get Mahomes uh, a few extra weeks of rest will be great. But we have the same Super Bowl right now, and uh, it'll be very exciting to see how the week goes. That is a fact. And the best part about it is what coming up on the Super Bowl, if we don't record next week because our lives get busy, that's okay. We There's no football to really report on that. We're not going to be doing a Pro Bowl episode. No, so, although I do like the change of the Pro Bowl. I do like the change, but we're not definitely not doing a prediction of who we think is going to win the flag football game. So, yeah. Uh, I guess the last thing is, by the way, two weeks still uh, until Derek Carr and the Raiders have to make that decision. So he can still be traded in the next few weeks here. So these coaching side of things are not just interesting for what the teams Mm -hmm. uh, are bringing in. It's just also interesting because, you know, these these coaches are having conversations if they want to be the team that brings in Derek Carr and does the trade uh, right now. So that'll be the interesting thing with that as well. Um, All right. Everyone enjoy this week of the conference football. It's so sad, Senator. There's only two weeks left. This is the worst time of the year. I know, I know. But the good thing is for everyone, for people that are in relationships, February is usually the time that that they hate as couples because it usually goes Super Bowl and then the week after is the NBA All-Star Weekend and Valentine falls right in the middle. So It always does. (laughs) So it'll be it'll be interesting, but for us, it's two weeks of content, and then we'll keep going with some of the free agency. But those will be like the quick bits type ones to just go into those ones. Yeah. Saturday we have the Royal Rumble. Sunday we have football. It's a good weekend. Until next time, folks. Cheers.